Talk, Chris Wright and Austin Freeman with two special guests today. Um, two of my favorite guys, uh, Jason Clark and Henry Sims. Um, we're just going to start just like this, like we do with every Georgetown guy. Welcome to the show, fellas. Appreciate y'all yeah. being here. Appreciate you guys for being here. For having me, man. Thanks for having us, man. Appreciate that. Yep, yep, yep. But we're gonna we're pretty much we're gonna start here. Um this is for both of y'all. Jason, if you wanna go first or whoever's older between you two can go first. We'll do it. Who is older? Whatever you guys want, you know? Um okay. but we ask everybody, we go with, you know, why Georgetown? Why did you decide to go to Georgetown? Uh I think my decision was simple. It was very simple. You know, first off, that it being so close to home. And then the biggest part being you guys. Like, I know we're doing the show and everything, but that was honestly the biggest part. Our recruiting class would be Henry and Gray. And then y'all two already being there, you know what I'm saying, us competing in WCAC for, you know what I'm saying, three, four years. And then why not? You know what I'm saying? Like, us competing after these amount of years, like, why not all, all of us stay home and, you know, get it done. Of course, we used to beat up on Sims and them in the preseason every year. Guys, bro, and and then keep it at home, man. That was that was that was the biggest for me. Right, right. What about you, Sims? Uh, for me, it was a combination of my father's favorite school, which was a big part. Um, it was close to home, and uh, originally I was gonna go to UVA. I think Jay. We were supposed to go together. Me, Jay, and Ed Davis was all supposed to go to UVA together. With um, what was the coach name, yo? Coach uh, Lado. Uh, hey, Lado. Lado, yeah, Lado. He picked my mom's up in the Benz, put us in the back seat. She was real nice in that jump, boy. I was so, I was so, yo. But um, I I can't remember how, but it all I think uh I can't remember how, but it fell through. I think Ed committed to North Carolina, right. you know, push things up. So uh. It just made sense, like Jay said. Favorite, it was close to home. My pop's favorite school, you know, the lineage. You know, it just it just made a lot of sense. So for me, so now, so me and Free commit to Georgetown. We at Georgetown. We go through our freshman year. Jason commits. Jason commits right away. Jason, that's why when I when I'm here, that's why I was interested to hear what you were gonna say. When I heard Jason come in, I was like, dang, we didn't even talk to him. He just was like, Yeah, I'm coming. Right. <laughs> like, right. He was like, Yeah, here. And I was like, okay, bet. You know, we had Jay Clark. And we had bumped into each other so much in the WCAC, Prince Williams Pacers and all that stuff that, I mean, I was like, oh, okay, I know what type of time he on. Yeah, you ain't even really needed a conversation, honestly. Yeah, it wasn't no conversation. But with Henry Sims, I wasn't too excited about playing with Henry Sims at first. So I'll give, we're going to get back to that later. I think he knows exactly why I'm talking. I I was still, I got I had some spiteful stuff in my mind and in my brain. He know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Unfortunate for him. I need, you, I need you to admit on air exactly what happened. You talking to me? Yep. We won the game. You no, admit. You <laughs> Come on. My man Dino turned the corner, <laughs> caught the ball at the top of the key, 0.4 seconds left. Caught the ball, shimmied, ha, ha, took a dribble, turned, Foot on the line, cash off the glass, three, game. Point four? Point four seconds. We playing so, okay, so give you some context on it. Quickest move you'll ever see in your life. I couldn't believe you got it off. Quickness was unmatched. 
to give me some context on it, we playing uh, Mount St. Joseph, uh, uh, his high school in, in St. John's. We playing in high school, first time on ESPN. Free play after us. Austin play after us against Towson Catholic, right? And so, I don't know. I guess it was kind of like a WCAC Baltimore type thing. Now that I think about I think it. WCAC BCO showcase. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even think about it. But um, your boy came up to me, the head coach. I can't remember his name. He was like, hey, Chris. He was like, you're not scoring 30 tonight, right? I'm like, listen, oh. listen, hold up. Let me tell you about that. That pregame, uh, the day before, the practice before, bro, coach would – coach, you, you you remember – I can't remember what scout report we had in college. He was like, that's Carr. What do you went to uh, – you know what I'm oh, talking about? Yeah, came on coach is doing that to you. Coach said, y'all dick around. He's going to score 80 points. <laughs> He's going to score 80 points, and we're going to lose the game by 40. If y'all dick around. So he was scared of you, bro. Like, that was yeah. probably the most intense scouting reports I've ever had. Like, we, I don't even know anybody else on the team. Keep it a bean. Like, I don't know what they was doing, what they was good at. I knew your game down pat. You still gave us 40. So, fast forward now. The game is played. The game is played. Yes, I did have 40 that game. The game is played, and Dino Gregory makes five moves in four tenths of a second. Hits the shot off the backboard and goes in. And the ref calls it good, and we have to go in overtime, and we lose. Okay, that's all I want to say. Secret. And, his, and his foot was on the line, and they counted it a three. Well, his foot was <laughs> above the line. Was, it was almost at the free throw line, low key. Yo, it was terrible. I've never seen nothing like that in my life. I didn't even celebrate when the ref said it was good. Yeah. I was like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> right, right. Nah, but nah, I was definitely excited when both of y'all came back in, came to uh, Georgetown. That class was, that was yeah. perfect. You had the perfect class, man. You know, we, you know, our class with me free and dirty and Nikita, and then y'all coming in right after. Yeah, that was, that was perfect right there. She was set for where Georgetown was going to be. So, I, I, that was, that was something special. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, Jason, this is, this is for you, Henry, if you want to chime in with this. Um, but what was the biggest adjustment you had to make from high school to Georgetown or high school to college? Say that. I mean, I think my biggest adjustment was uh, was glaring. It was my my physicality. You know what I mean? Like, I could score the ball, I could shoot the ball, I could do this and that, but I had to gain some weight. You know what I'm saying? I had to put on some muscle. High school basketball and college basketball was two different worlds. You know what I mean? So. My whole thing was when I got to college, it was getting stronger, you know what I'm saying? And just continue to learning, you know what I'm saying? Continue to learn this whole different, whole different step of basketball and just learning, getting stronger and just try to progress each step of the way. Yo, you remember when, uh, when Augie used to tell you to gain weight? Drink beers and eat pizza? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. That was funny. Night, just drink a couple of beers. <laughs> He's like, man, he used to tell Jason, this is our strength and conditioning coach. He used to tell Jason, he used to tell Jason, yo, Jason, you gotta, you gotta crush, you gotta throw back a six pack every night, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and PB and J's and PB and J's. Coach is killing me because you won't. <laughs> the crazy thing was they was on him, bro. Jay looks exactly the same now as he looked in college, in high school. In high school. What? <laughs> the way oh through all that. Ain't looking exactly the same. <laughs> Even you, Sims. You was, you always, even you got a little, you know. Yeah, like, I got a little. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jay just looked like Jay, man. Nah, but it wasn't happening, no. Remember when he bought us all them groceries in the brown house that summer? Mm-hmm. We killed them and they gave a pound. It had to be like $300 worth of groceries, yo. 
shout out to Uncle. Yeah. He was scared for his job, boy. That's why. Yeah. I, I still say it to this day. Jason Carr is probably the only dude I know that played a 40-minute game and not even sweat. Like, <laughs> not grab his knee. Jason Clark and Allen Ibsen have the stress test record of the Jordan. That's crazy. Either one of them got tired on the stress test. Huh? I'm not trying to do a stress test right now. What I do the minimum and I'll be like snatching that stuff right. off. <laughs> I've been on the bed. <laughs> oh man. Hey, so so we gotta give some we gotta give some backstory in the stress test. So the stress test, if you're a professional, I mean even in college, we did it in college. Yeah. But as a professional, you do it every year basically. They hook you up to a machine and they monitor your body and your heart and and see how you how you react when your body gets warm, when your body gets hot, when you get tired and stuff. So there's certain levels that you gotta meet. Jason, he don't even start sweating, you know, the whole time. Like <laughs> he just running. He just you know, he just going. He ain't even think about it. Everybody else after like seven minutes be kind of Jay just same pace. Like don't even drop. Don't drop pace. Same pace. We was young then. We was young then. Running. No, you <laughs> you were just different. I remember Michael came down and she was like, Oh my gosh, Jason is amazing. <laughs> Michael was hyping. I never forget. He's like, he, he doesn't get tired. Okay. He just kept, he just kept going and, and going and, and going. <laughs> oh man, she was the best. Shout out Miss Michaels too, man. Shout out Miss Michaels. Miss Michaels was dope. Sims, for you, what was the biggest adjustment for you? Um, for me, I think coming out of high school probably was like the competitive edge. I didn't really have that as much as I wish I had in, in college. I think if I had a competitive edge like I do now, I think playing with y'all, Dewan, like they, the whole crew, I learned I learned it. But um, high school, you know, it, was, it wasn't easy for me, but it was just like, I'm 6'10", 6'11", I got skill, I can shoot, rebound. I really had to work that hard to be the best player on the court most days, you know what I'm saying? But uh, when I got to college, I remember one play specifically, bro, like, no lie, I'll never get this play on my head. It was a rebound. I was sitting on the side. I was out. Uh, Greg, McFree was in there. Julian. It was a rebound. And it was like everybody was jumping, and niggas' arms were above the rim. Like every jump, like whew, niggas was going. It was fighting. And it's my freshman year. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I got that. Like, like, I don't know about that one. I don't know if I got, like, I'm telling DeWan jump, missed the rebound, but his elbow was at the rim. You know, Moose jumped. Both hands up, all big and shit, like taking up space. Junior right. jumps straight up in the air. You know how my man jumps in the air, elbows at the rim. I'm like, oh, I ain't never, nah. <laughs> I'm like, nah. Good old, good old rebounding drill. Good old rebounding. Yeah. I don't know, but, but like being around them guys, you know, your confidence get built up after you, you even got your ass kicked so much. You like, you can't get no worse. You feel me? So you get your, you know, you get your confidence built up. And I, I learned how to how to get it. By the time I left there, I think I figured it out. Shout out to Julian Vaughn with the big, strong, mechanical bounce. JV. He did have bounce off some real mechanical. For the flag. Super, like, yeah. just athletic, like mad athletic for no reason. Yeah. Like. <laughs> strong, too. Yeah, Drew was strong, too. Drew was nice. Yeah. Drew got, it, Drew got it in. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. That's good. Jay Clark. My man. Uh, how important was the off-court relationship building 
to the on-court chemistry and success at Georgetown? It's a hell of a question, Free. That's a great question, bro. But I think it honestly it was huge. Um, but I think for the off-court building for us, it was easy. Yeah. Like I feel like we all clicked immediately. You know what I mean? Like we was always together. We was, you know, we lived not too far from each other. You know what I'm saying? We lived apartment and next from each other. Chris and that was at the house. It wasn't nothing. We was always together, whether it was going to the calf, whether it was just kicking it, you know what I mean? So I think that part was easy. So, you know, once we took it to the court, it was nothing. We all had that that competitive nature. We all we all knew what time it was when we stepped on the court. So that just that just made it even better for all of us. I, for me, man, listen, I think we had great chemistry. I think we had great chemistry off the court. I think on the court, we fought what was going on so much that the chemistry couldn't get to the point where we needed it. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a great point, Chris. I agree with you. I can't, I can't, I cannot even. I think, I think because of the system we was in. We couldn't get it. Really, nobody really knew how to get, they get it, get off on their own. Like we never really, we didn't understand which, like, you know what I'm saying? It was hard to find your niche in that system. It took you a while. We all came from systems out of high school. Right. Right, so that wasn't the issue. The issue is not that we don't want to play in the system. We all came from yeah. systems. We came from all, all of these schools we went. He went to DeMatthew. You went to O'Connell, Mount St. John's, the St. John's. We were all taught yeah. in a certain style to play. I played in the flex, man. Let's keep it real. Like, that's yeah. the most basic, simple offense there is. You know what I'm saying? So we were all accustomed to a system. You know, we didn't have no offense in high school. We had, we had motion offense. It was really yeah, was like the ball, get busy. Right. So I didn't understand coach talking about flex and, and like cutting and backdoor passes and shit. I'm like, what you talking about? <laughs> nah. They say that when they recruiting you, they don't tell you that part. <laughs> they leave that out. They let you find that out day one when you get there. <laughs> hey, I can remember Sims. <laughs> I can remember Sims at the top of the one, two, two, just looking around. <laughs> <laughs> My man don't know if he should pass the ball. Go <laughs> Yo, because you know in the Princeton, if you pass, if you dribble, it's a whole, it's two different plays. Four different offense, bro. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, dang, what I do? And what I do if I do what I do? Uh, <laughs> you know what was so, what I remember so vividly about it is, you could see that you were processing so much. <laughs> you, tried, you wanted to get it right so bad, but you had no clue where to go. You know, and, and that's funny because a couple of plays before that, I think when, that's when Coach Burke told me, like, no matter what you do, just don't turn it over. I was like, well, fuck it. If I just got to sit here and hold this junk, I'm going to sit here and hold it. <laughs> so somebody come get this out of my hand. <laughs> I ain't playing. Right. And that, see, that, see, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, it goes back to the chemistry. You, It, it was certain ways. And then when we played, remember we used to drive out to Woodbridge in the uh -huh. car? And go pick up. Remember we used to go play at GW? Remember we used to go who yeah, man. We were yeah. everything. And we used to love it. Everybody used to have so much Kill fun. Killing. Oh my God. It was such it was it was like refresh. Everybody's doing their thing. We all playing together. Everybody's has their opportunities to play their game, mm -hmm. but playing free, you know. So that's why I said that chemistry, if we would if we could have translated that into yeah. something, okay. Yeah, then we, you know. It's justifiable that we a top ten team every year, but I don't think that because we couldn't get to that level of 
you know, just individually, we couldn't, we, we weren't, we weren't comfortable enough to trust in that, you know, that was tough for us. Cause everybody kind of had their own stuff when we came into it. It wasn't like we was guys that nobody knew about. Exactly. Yeah. So it was kind of like, look, man, just, you just got kind of, you know, clean me up, throw some J's on me, let up, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I kind of felt, and I think that took everybody in that team, especially like D Summers. Yo, if y'all could have seen what D Summers used to do to us in high school, boy, it was like watching Braun. Like, no, not even joking. Like, Man, we watched it in practice against you, and I'm not, even, I'm, not even, I'm not even trying to be funny, but we used to watch like, wow. Yo, listen, it was the, one play in high school, bro. D Summers, it was like a championship game, an MIAA chip or something. And uh, I think our, our starting big was hurt, so I started. And um, D Summers came to the hole, yo, hit me with a shoulder. Boom. Like, you know how, like, the, the, the air go out your chest? I lifted up off the ground and shit. <laughs> I flew back, right? Hit the wall, hit the ground. D Summers missed, though. He missed the layup, got a charge. You got to play. Coach Dwight. I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah. My mom said, there you go, baby. <laughs> Good job, baby. D Summers was an animal in high school. Boy, if he could have done that in college. Man. Story. D Summers would scare you into. I gotta get D Summers on the show too. D Summers would scare you into passing him the ball. <laughs> so he, he won't even say nothing either. He'll just look at you. Like, All right, just get it. D Summers just scream on me. I ain't had no problem with it. I was okay with it. I'll give you the ball because I think you're gonna score every time you're gonna touch it. So I wasn't tripping. I wasn't tripping, but yeah, man, that's that's crazy. So what you think about the chemistry, Sims? What you think? What you think about the question that uh Jay just had to answer? I Quite. think um very uh very similar on the lines that you said, like off the court, like from day one, like it was easy, like kicking yeah. it with y'all, hanging with y'all was easy, like shit, like y'all like brothers to me for real. Like it's easy hanging out with y'all, easy to talk to y'all no matter what it is, talk about whatever, on the court, off the court. On the court, I think it's just like looking at our team and like being a pro for a couple of years, and our team was a bunch of guys that wanted to be pros bad. Like we were all pros. We were all pros already, but we wanted yeah. to make sure the world know we was fucking pros. And right. with that come like, you know, motives and dudes don't know how to necessarily express them. Everybody wanted to get to the league. Everybody wanted to get paid. That's what everybody motive was at the end of the day. But we all went about it different ways. And I think that on top of you know, the system didn't necessarily let us flourish the way we wanted to. And, right. and you know, that – I don't think it, it translated to bad chemistry. I just think it just – on the court, rather, I think it just translated more to us not being able to feel comfortable playing the way everybody wanted to play. Like, we know Love can get off and go for 50 any night, but can't. <laughs> I mean, it was – I mean, we won. That's the thing about it. That's yeah, what's yeah. crazy about it. Yeah, we were yeah. top 10 team yeah. every year. Bro. Every year. Every year. So we were winning. It's just that when it came crunch time, we didn't really feel comfortable enough with what we were, you know. What yeah, we, we did. Yeah, we didn't like. If we had to, if we, like we didn't really have a play or anything. We could just go to somebody and get a bucket, like. Right, and that was, and we knew we could do that, but it just was so. Yeah, yeah we had to do all this stuff to get moose the ball. <laughs> like we had to do so much <laughs> shit to get right. moose the ball. Right. I remember the Big East, Big East tournament. I think well, I can't remember what it was, but Moose had just scored like five or six straight. And and coach came to came to uh came to the huddle, and like I think it was like a pause, and I think Lumpy was just like, man, get this big motherfucker the ball, <laughs> just go give it to him, and to give it to him, he had to draw what was the low post, got to dribble down, spin, get the nigga tired, he got to run down, switch blocks, <laughs> yeah, just run up, throw that bitch in, 
I be saying I've always been like this. I will always say something. I've always yeah. been like, just give him the ball. Yeah. We need to play to get Jason yeah. shot. We need to run a play to get free a shot. I used to do that all the time. I used to live for timeouts when Lump would come back and say something. That would be the best <laughs> in the world. Like, any remember when Hollis got boomed on and Memphis? <laughs> no, you got dunked on too. You keep oh, trying. Y'all both were in it. Oh, I was in, I was in the, the video frame, but if there's a picture, <laughs> nah, I ain't in that picture. <laughs> yo, I wasn't in that picture, yo. That's how it's how it's put in that picture. Yo, I know. Yo, we go back to the we go. That's a funny story. We got a funny story about Memphis too. So we go back to the huddle, right? And I never forget because Kenya Hunter, my man, oh my god, he was so funny. And so we sitting there and um, we sitting in the huddle and Free just, you know, Free get the laughing, but he just sitting over there with his hand over his mouth like, oh my God, right? And I'm trying not to look at Free. And then Coach walk into the huddle and he's smiling. Oh my God, I started busting out laughing, bro. <laughs> that joint was hilarious. Oh, no, no, this nigga Lump said, it was quiet in the huddle. Nobody wanted to speak, nigga Lump said, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! That's crazy. Funny story with Jay Clark though. Jay, me, me, Jay, and Free got a story from uh, Memphis. We was in the mall the day before that game. Remember that? Yes, sir. And we in the mall. I don't know why we in the mall. I don't know where y'all was at. You and 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 Moose and I don't know where y'all was at. We just a couple of us took. Well, I was probably doing homework somewhere. But they, I mean, I know they ain't have a 17 or whatever size shoe you wear. Not in no footlocker. So we went in a joint and the dude was cool as I don't know what, man. He, he was like, y'all got to pay. <laughs> y'all got to pay exact change on the dot or something like that. Because they was coming out the next day. But, you know, we, how many times are we out in the mall on the road? <laughs> right. Never. He looked out. Yeah, he looked out for us, man. Me, me, Free, and Jay pulled them joints out of the last, you know, we got to make a couple uh Entrances and warm us. Last entrance, we put them joints on. <laughs> Ran out on the court. Oh, and we and we had the black socks on, so you know, coach be tripping about the black. Socks. <laughs> you know, remember, you remember trying to get them to let us wear the elevens, though. Oh my gosh, man! It was, it was so much to go through to get us to wear them. I think he had to make a couple calls. But why, though? I don't understand. I don't know. He just told us he had to make some calls. He had to make some calls, and he didn't have to do that. He just said that shit, bro. <laughs> I got to make who he calling? Jordan? We sponsored by Jordan, boy. Who is he calling? Who is he calling? Who is he calling? Tell me who he calling. Nobody called nobody. He just said that just to make you think. Like uh, he really gonna let us wear these, bro? Okay, yeah. He said he gonna sponsor us. I mean. Again. Uh, you remember what he told us before the game how we better win? Oh yeah, he definitely dressed up that winning damn game. That's the only thing you gotta win. You gotta get that W yeah, over yeah, yeah. I remember when we had the D Wade edition uh silver joints on. Lost and they never wear them joints again. <laughs> yeah, Ben Hansborough put on a show. Oh my goodness. Mm, he was getting jiggy. That, that boy was shooting from half court. Bang, splash, easy. effortlessly, effortlessly. <laughs> Respect. I, that's where he got Biggie's play. Yeah, I was like, yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. Yeah. 
was cooking. Even though I think Kemba should have got it, but Hansborough was cooking that year. Ain't a, ain't a bad. Listen, either one of them two that year was fire. Man, you remember what Hans, what, what Kemba did to you up at UConn? Nah. But <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know what saved me? I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. I know what saved me. Big Yo from Pitt getting done dirty. Because if it wasn't for that clip, my that clip would definitely be the one. That's yeah. on Kimba's highlight reel, like, for life. Like, when they show Kimba and they show that one clip, it would have been me. But shout out Big Yo from Pitt, taking that L for the boy. Appreciate Big Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Big Gary was on my team at me and Free Nike camp team. Oh, yeah, Big Gary, Gary, Gary. Big Gary McGee. McGee, shout All out. All right. McGee. So, we're, we're going to jump a little bit. We're going to jump. Me and Chris have graduated. We're gone. Where was y'all mindset that year? Like, both of you guys. Like, where were you guys mentally that year? Me, honestly, it was like, you got to step up now. You know what I mean? Like, for, for me and Sims, Moose was gone. Y'all was gone. Like, it was on us to step up. I think who? Julian was the only. only. Nah, Julian left too. Julian left too. It was with me and Free. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nah. It was on us to step up. You know what I mean? It wasn't pressure. But it, it also kind of felt good too, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. okay, like I got the play, but now I'm about to, you know, really try to. Now you got responsibility on the court. Got, you know what I'm saying? You got to be out there. Right. You know what I mean? right. right. What about you, Vince? How'd you feel? I felt the same, you know. I felt like I had, being a big at Georgetown, you feel like you got you to gotta deliver, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of felt the same. To deliver. Huh? Total obligation to deliver as a big at You have to, like, or else you look at as a failure. <laughs> like, because it's big man you. You feel me? That's what they call it. Right. But um, I felt, I, I didn't really feel pressure, but I felt like it was time for us to make noise. And y'all gone, you know what I'm saying? The time is now. So, looking back that year, at y'all senior year, I knew Jay was going to step up. Jay was ready. Jay, Jay was ready. Sims was ready. But Sam's, you ain't really get the you ain't get the opportunity like that. No. So finally, see you get the opportunity, and when you when you finally got the op- opportunity, oh my gosh! We it, all put smile, it put a smile on my face. Lie, bro. Just I, to see I, that man, it was just like listen. Dog. I, was I thought I was about to work at UPS, nigga. <laughs> listen, I was, you want to real life motivational, like not even no funny shit. Um, I think it was one of them days. I don't know. I was late for class or some stupid shit. And uh, you, you and Free took me in a stage to talk to me. Y'all remember that? No. Keep going, though. I want yeah. to keep going. You and Free took me in a stage. And I was like, damn, I must have fucked up if they trying to have a one-on-one with me, like, in the back of the gym. Like, the stage is, like, you know, the, uh, the back of the gym or whatever. So y'all was like, uh, Free was like, Henry, come here, yo. So, you know what I'm saying? I put my slides on, ran to the, <laughs> the gym. And Lump was like, oh, you fucking up, yo. Like, straight up, first words, like, oh, you fucking up, yo. Like, I can't remember what I did. But it was like, you know, I couldn't go two weeks without fucking up. And I did something super stupid, I guess. And I was like, you fucking up. Free was like, yo, y'all really got to, you got to figure it out, boy. Because, shit, after we leave, you ain't going to, who, who you going to be the leader. And then Lump said something that literally stuck with me for the rest of my life. He said, you don't want to be no big nigga working at Pier 1. <laughs> <laughs> I think I love said. I think I love said. I'm six. I'm I'm five ten. I can do that shit. <laughs> he said, "You, you can't do it." 
No, and I lie to you not, bro. And I promise you everything I love. Every time I drive by Pier One, my nigga, like it's one near the crib. It's the one down the street. At least every time I drive by Pier One, I think about that. Every time, bro. Every time, bro. Every time I'm in the gym, bro, I think about that. I can't be. Oh my god. Pier One. That's wild. Yo, that's funny. But you got it. First of all, I'm not five ten. You was was saying what you were saying. I will say this. That sounds like me. (laughs) I remember remember that, bro, vividly, because that kind of lit a fire under my ass, because I was like, them little t-shirts they be wearing, that shit gonna be kind of small on your boy. You had had your white socks on, because you know you were steady with (laughs) white socks. White socks socks and some bucks on. With your belt, that wouldn't have been no no disrespect to the Pier One guy. I just did not see that for you. you know? Yeah, it just wasn't my lane. Nah, nah, it woke me up, kicked light, light, a little fire under my ass, and you know, I handle business. I have a question for both of y'all now. I, you know, now that it's over and you, you guys, your careers ended. Jay, man, goodness gracious, you went out like y'all gonna recognize what I did up here. You know what I'm saying? I really respected how you stepped up to the plate, but you was like that from day one. That's what that's what I always yeah. say about Jason. As soon as Jason stepped foot on campus, he was ready to work. Yeah. It wasn't nothing about, no worried about, no playing time, worried to worry about where he gonna fit in. He gonna get in and do his thing from day well, one. My, my first workout was with you and Ronnie at 6 a.m. You remember that up at Yates? Yeah, it was like one of the first days we got on campus. I worked out with you and Ronnie at 6 a.m. up at Yates. Right, that's when I used to do them 6 a.m. joints. And and Jay Clark, we was in there, we was getting in. But Jay was always shot. Jay was, and I used to try to win every race. And I see this little dude, he, I'm looking at his feet. (laughs) (laughs) Not sweating or getting tired or nothing either. Every race, bro, and that was the competitive nature. But but what brought it out was y'all being there, you know what I'm saying? Like. It was such a competitive you wanna, experiment. You wanna you wanna show that what you what you working with, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Always it was such a beat, man. Yeah, it was such a competitive environment, man. It was such a competitive environment, especially in the summer times when we used to get Kevin Durant come back. Remember when Chris Paul came in there and that's when I knew Henry Sims was a professional basketball player. Remember that? Remember that? Boy. I, that's what I knew I was a professional, but I was like, damn, like Yeah, Henry was like, yo, I didn't even know I could do this. <laughs> That's a fact, boy. Yeah. Like, I, I remember when Chris Paul came in, I was like, yo, Sims needs to start right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. so he gave, and CP gave me so much confidence, too. He was like, yo. And he just talked to me. You feel me? Like, right. I had too many people just holler at me like that. Just like, yo, you should. Sorry. I have my hands ready. Layup every time. <laughs> every time. Every time. Yeah, we it, it was great just to just to the competitive nation at the guards, man. Me and Jay going at it every day. Then you got then you had Sap going at it with him. Then Markel came in. Like we were so heavy up there trying to compete. Compete. You know, and, and it was a tone, you know, and that's what in a lot of ways I think we, we missed some competition because we couldn't really chop each other's head off. You know what I'm saying? I really do. I really think if me and you and Sap and, you know, John, you didn't get to play with John. But if you would have played with, you know, we would have got that opportunity to really go at each other every day. Oh, my gosh. You know, like. There was so much talent in our gym. It was so much. It was so much. When you think about all the, think about the guys we had on our team, bro. We had like 10 guys that played professional basketball. (laughs) We had 
we got guys that don't play and could still play professional basketball. You feel me? Like dudes that just, you know what I'm saying? God, we got a lot, a lot of talent in that gym, boy. Some days, that shit was unbelievable. Some practices, right. that was just some, some. I think our practices was dope because every day somebody was going to do some wild shit. Like, because it was so much talent in the gym. Who's was going to get a good show? Like, for us, I feel like open gym, like, pickup was probably, like, some of the best times. Yeah, pickup was the best. Was a time where, like, most guys really were able to, you know, go out and do their thing. We weren't just running, you know, depression at the time. You know, you come down and just go at your man. You don't really got to pass it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. So I felt like pickup for us. Especially when, the, like, Georgia would come up there and we would play against them. Right. You know, different schools would come up there and we'll play against them. Or just even, like, Jeff would come back or KD would come back. Just, like, those days when we would play pickup, I feel like that was the best time you would see, like, how talented and how good our the guys that were there really were. Just yeah. having guys there. And not, not just pickup either, bro. You can when we was there. Yeah. Generally, too. Everybody yeah. got the really funny shit. <laughs> I was up in them stands during Kennerly, how lit the games works. Everybody yeah. got to boogie how they wanted to boogie. And it looked Ooh. good. Yeah, we was going at it. We won that joint. <laughs> <laughs> hey, free. Uh, Jen and Greg. Yeah. So wait, wait. Jay was there. I was. I was there. It was me and you, right? You, Jason, Henry, and Greg were on. We got, the, we got them yellow watches. Sims didn't play. Oh, y'all was on the same team. Sims didn't play, and Moose didn't play. I think it was just the me. Championship and you did not. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, but they play. They were on your team. Why you mad? Because he's not real upset. I am. I could have one. <laughs> Why you mad at us, man? They put you on the team because they knew that Austin Freeman just needed to shoot the ball. That's all. No. Austin Freeman needs to play with Austin Freeman. No, 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 no. Get the ball to Austin and get out the way. No, 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 no. If one, Chris, I, one person at least. Huh? Golly, man. It was like, all y'all and free by himself. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, yo. At least one. Free by himself. But you get a taste of that real quick. He be sitting on the uh, the sideline waiting for his game, staring at us mad as I don't know what. Like, <laughs> he about to play with all of uh, American University and all that. <laughs> all right, yeah. We came off the court, had a good time with each other. I like, had a blast. I hear y'all everybody <laughs> shaking their hands. They all, everybody leaving, go to the locker room. Leave the locker room, leave the game. Leave my game now by myself. I'm leaving the game by myself. You don't shit a half time though. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nah, yeah, that no was conversation good. after the game. I'm just leaving, you know. How you can't go free? It was all right, you know. <laughs> y'all in the cab now. We back at the room, bro. <laughs> all right, y'all. I'm about to go to the cab. I'll see y'all a little later. Hurry up for their clothes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, that's funny. Hey, but me and Jay Clark got active in the championship game when y'all wasn't there. Oh, my gosh. I can't remember why we wasn't there. You played it. We didn't have nothing else to do, bro. We sure. had the last game this summer. Back and forth. Yeah, it was the last game. So we back and we played against Roger Mason. So I think. Yeah, I, I remember think, that. I remember. Yeah, I, I think. We, watching the highlights. No one there though. Yeah, that was a good game. That was fun, man. Now I want to ask y'all: Would if you had to do it all over again, would you go the same route? Would you go to Georgetown? 
Be Listen, honest. I, I say this. I say this. No, because I, I love y'all. Like, I think what I got out of Georgetown, like, like the homies, like, right. I love y'all niggas, like, brothers, like, family. So in that aspect, no. But if we all could have just went to, like, Florida, <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Like, if we could have had that same exact situation at, like, I don't know, Maryland or something. I don't know, anywhere. <laughs> UVA, wherever the fuck. That'd have been cool, too. You feel me? So... <laughs> That'd have been great. What do you say, Jay? I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Sims. Like, definitely the aspect of y'all, the friendship, the partnerships, you know, everything that you, you you know, you go through at, at being at Georgetown, all the people you meet, like, that's dope. You know what I mean? Basketball standpoint, though. <laughs> Basketball, that, and that's nothing personal to anybody who's there. But basketball standpoint, Nah, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, that system just ain't fit us. It just ain't fit us. It just, it just didn't fit us, and it was like it was beautiful being there. Historic university, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like all of that. That part of it's beautiful, man. It's dope. Got a degree. Like you can't tell me nothing about that. You know what I'm saying? I carried that with me for the rest right. of my life. I wish I would say something. I what? got my, right. I got you can't I got the me. big version and the wallet version, nigga. Don't play with me. <laughs> I got both. What? What you need? <laughs> I got the big jump right on my wall downstairs. What you mean? Boy? I graduated. Hey. Did that. Hey, that. We, we had to work for every bit of it, too. It wasn't no, nobody going to class for us. Well, we did every assignment. We did all the work. We had to do Biggest oh. regret ever. Like, we should have went to Maryland somewhere where they do the work for you. Nah, bro. <laughs> Look at this guy, man. He is wildin'. <laughs> what is he talking about? <laughs> hey, that's crazy, so. <laughs> hey, so, so what would have been, which I think the best style for us would have been, you know, what would have been the best style conducive for us? And, and, since we playing, you know, we playing this game right now, where would that taken us? What, running gun? I think all of us, all of us play well in the open, and open with emotion, with some discipline to it. But run and gun, a bunch of freedom to it. Yeah. Mad running gun. We, we think fuck with each other, so it would have been cool. Like we would have ran pick and roll, made sure each other ate. Like we cool. They know nobody, nobody on our team was selfish. That's one thing. Nobody on our team. Was we wouldn't come down, dribble, 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 shoot. Yeah. If it's your night, I'm gonna let you get off. It's your night, get off. Hmm. What you think, Free? And you know, the more and more we have this conversation, we always bring up that the Wizards did run the Princeton. And yes, they did. And they ran the Princeton in the NBA. There's there was a way we could have ran that to where it was more freedom to it. To that's a great point. Break it off, and you know. That's a great Get, get, get to your thing. Get to your, get get to your stuff. Or yeah, we can run low post and then we cut. Like I mean, that's regular stuff, right? I think stuff. Like we could have we could have played to where like simple you know, basketball motion movement and shit. Right. Like we could have just played it where it was open. Like it, it could more freedom to us playing. Yeah. Yeah. No. We we because Gilbert Arenas was getting thirty. So I mean. And I was watching every game. He was getting <laughs> 30 balls in the Princeton offense. All right. It was impressive, too. So I was like, oh, yeah. That's the offense that y'all run? 
Oh, okay. More to the running, the running gun, or you know, just uh, I don't think I don't good think motion offense or something like that. I don't think a running gun, gun perfect for us though. I don't think a running gun offense would have been best for us. No, good I think we'd have played fast; would have been good. But Greg, that's what I mean more fast paced. That's a running gun, more fast paced. Fast would have been good, but Greg wasn't a a, a, a fast paced guy. You know what I'm saying? We had to get make sure he got the ball. Yeah, but Greg. One thing about Greg. One thing about his game is he he run the floor, and even like running gun or not, like even if we play running gun, he's not the most. You know what I'm saying? He ain't the most athletic nigga in the world, but he gonna get up and down that floor. <laughs> when that ball come off, he's gone. Just like you know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. He can move, but he was so good on that block, and it was nobody in the country that can mess yeah. with him. That yeah. after a while, you can like, wait a minute, get in the ball, right, throw it down, give it to him, let him eat. You know what I'm saying? Because when it came down to it, yeah, like I'm gonna just stay back here. We gonna be back to man to man, guys. <laughs> All right. I like right. The punt, uh, a good example was the the Missouri game, bro. Yeah, bro, yeah. we were out of the Princeton. They got us out of the Princeton. Yeah, we getting we was getting up and down, bro. Yeah, we was still in it, but JT three let us rock out, bro. He. Yeah. Who was that? Who was that? But also, also that game, Jay. That game, Jay. Like, we had to adjust to that because we had no choice. <laughs> yeah, because if we had tried to run the Princeton, we'd have scored eighty points. The only way we was gonna beat them, we had to be in the hundreds that game. Had to score at least one hundred and five points a game. That game. Yeah, that game was that game. And if y'all remember, after the game, we were so hyped and it was so organic. The, just to kind of like, yeah, we won. We had so yeah, much fun. Yeah. Like, it was so fun that game. Yeah. I remember yeah, yeah. Was jumping in the locker room. Like, and it wasn't even like we knew we won. We won a big game, but it, the way we played, the way we carried it, the way we stayed together, yeah, yeah. through it. Everybody, when it was, it was there, fun. You said it was fun. What? Whenever everybody's time to step up, everybody, boom, knock it down. Clark, knock it down. I'm knocking down. Free doing his thing. Hollis getting a rebound. And Hollis mm-hmm. actually one that shot the shot before that, before me. And I'm like, no. <laughs> That's the way you No, man. The one that you rebound and passed to me. Oh, I'm the The best part of that, uh, of that, of that sequence of, the, uh, of that was when Henry Sims was playing dodgeball when Kimmy got the joint and like try to throw it at him. I won the game. Jason caught that joint pass right to Chris. That was pre that was pre yoga. Right. See how I lifted my left leg up? That's my right leg you too. That jump city, like. <laughs> you, know when, you know when you try to move and somebody trying to tag you. <laughs> right, man. That game was crazy, man. That's one of my all-time favorite games. Just in- yeah, that game was so fun, bro. I remember that game. I can't believe you tried to say we was playing at a neutral site and we playing in Missouri. Oh, <laughs> it was flooded in there, boy. Yeah, it, it was loud in that joint too. What's, what's that most? What's your most memorable game from college? That's one of them. Yeah, I about to say that was side. I think again, West Virginia, the biggest tour, even though we lost. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you, Lump, you you one of my favorite players. I'm t- I remember a lot of games that we played together. Lump and Free and Jay, y'all three niggas is probably my favorite players. That game is probably my favorite because I remember the play. I think, I'm pretty sure it was that game. 
when you dove into the dove into the stands for the loose ball, yeah. bro, I've never seen a nigga go that hard since, bro. Like, <laughs> and then you ate the ate the dive and got up. And was that was a football. It was a football. Like, he was on the like there, like that was a that's football. probably one of my favorite games. Yeah, man, I was uh, I didn't even play like <laughs> I didn't even play that game. That week, man, I was in a whole nother space. They talk to us at all, bro. I ain't talked to nobody. We talked about who we talked about this. Week? I forgot. I remember that week. Was I tried it? to do that same thing. I had an off game. Might have been Jeff. Might have been Jeff. We were talking about this, and um, yeah. So that play that you're talking about, uh, that play that you're talking about, Greg got the rebound. Mm-hmm. I'm standing there waiting for the outlet, and Greg just oh, throws it to like to the other side of the court. I'm like, oh, so I ran it down. You know, <laughs> I'm running down. I'm like, nah, Mazzola right there. Mazzola's strong. You know, he was yeah. a strong dude, a little lefty, strong as I don't know what. I said, and then I remember, I said, let me just crash into him as I got the ball. And I just saw free out the corner of my eye. And I just threw it. That's all I, that, that was that play. I remember that play. Well, but you ran so hard, bro. Like, you ran it. like. No turnovers on this end. <laughs> I bro, he ran so hard, bro. I was scared for his life. Like, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen after he take off and try to save this ball. It might be the end of luck. <laughs> it might be over for luck after this. He was running so hard, bro. Man, I wanted to win so bad. We put so much into that. And we lost. And then that shit hurt. That hurt. But that is one of my favorite games, though. Like, even though we lost, that's one of my favorite games. Like, being like being there watching this shit, that's probably my favorite. I was talking to Free about this, and he's like, yeah, he watched the game again on TV. I haven't watched that on YouTube. I haven't watched that game since. I still can't watch it. I don't want to watch it. Everything about that game that I, when I it's talking, like from the beginning of the game when Digger Phelps and all them literally are saying, we're winning the game. Yeah. That was great. Like, all three, I think it was Digger Phelps, Hubert Davis, and I forgot the other person. All three of them. We're taking Georgetown. We're taking Georgetown. We're taking Georgetown. They're they're probably the hottest team in the country at the time. Like that that shit was cool. And then like from the starting lineups when they're playing Biggie, like boy, I Biggie was our intro to the to to uh to played. I would have had twenty. Yo, it was like like (laughs) all that joint was just like cool. Like let's play Biggie. I don't even remember that. Yeah, Yeah, y'all. You gotta watch one. Go on YouTube. Go to Georgetown, West Virginia, wow. big championship. That joint gonna pop up, and it got it's like twelve parts there. And it's, that shit is it's cool to watch. It sucks, but it's also cool to watch at the same time. Yeah, it's one of my favorite games. But the only thing I can remember in my mind at this current moment and probably forever is Jason Clark picking me off of the ground and us both crying on national TV. Whoa. I I sent that picture to y'all uh, this year when I found it online. Yeah, I was like, uh, hurt, bro. I mean, we both, you could see us both crying like somebody just stole our puppy. That hurt, bro. Y'all, y'all deserve that, bro. Like, y'all play so hard that game. Like, I cried too. I ain't even, I got, I clocked zero minutes, nigga. I was in tears. <laughs> <laughs> I was hurt for y'all. Like, y'all niggas play so hard. Y'all deserve that one. Yeah, that was rough. But, you know, it is what it is. And that's, that was a great memory. And that's part of, you know, um, it's part of it. That's part of our legacy. That's part of competition. Um, but yeah, so now y'all leave Georgetown. Yeah, a lot of Georgetown, y'all become pros. All right. 
tell us what that process is like for y'all. How do y'all feel? What what are y'all going through? Because the year before, when me and Free came out, we were we in a lockout year, so we didn't get drafted. We didn't get drafted, and after that, everything shut down. You know, so that was ultimate worst thing that could possibly happen. You know what I'm saying? Other than this COVID, well, at least they still gonna have the draft for this COVID year. They gonna have the yeah. Yeah, but um, it's kind of a similar situation. Those guys got to cut this. These guys kind of got a similar situation. So where y'all guys? Where were y'all at when you leave Georgetown and turn pro? What's your thought process? Um, well, for me, I was kind of uh, still trying to make make a name. I made a name for myself in college, but get coming to the pros, I had to make it stick. And I think uh, for me, it was probably like the biggest transition for me was probably just like the the pace of the game, you know, really, like, IQ for me. I think my my basketball IQ always been pretty high. I think I got challenged when I became a pro because it was like, you know what I'm saying, you playing with guys that's been pros for 30, for not 30 years, but guys that's been pro for the last seven, eight, nine years. No, nah, but you're right, though. That's how it feels when you first get yeah. into becoming a professional. Yeah. You feel like you're playing against guys that have been playing for 30 years. With some yeah. of this, way yeah, they, that's what it feels like, the way they're doing. They telling you, like, I remember my rookie year, I was playing against K, uh, KG, mm-hmm. and uh, it was my I think it was my first game. It was the first game of my rookie year, like first game of my NBA season, like ever played against KG. Idol, couldn't wait, super excited. Right. First play, first time I catch the ball, I'm like, I'm about to give KG the illest bucket possible. Like, KG yelled out, "He going right, he going to shoot a hook shot." And he like looking at me face to face like this. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, how you know? <laughs> I was like, how you know? <laughs> I'm like, how you know, bro? Like. And it was just like the level of just like, you know, intelligence and the, the work that actually goes into being a pro. Like I was see, looking at it face to face. Like he kicked my ass. Like I was tired. My body, you know how you so tired, your body starts shaking and shit. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like you feel like you can't walk or move. Like and that's five minutes into the game, nigga. Like, <laughs> you feel me? Like I was done. Like that, 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 that shit, the IQ and the, and the physicality, like just a different level for me. Right. What's your mindset, Jay? I think for me, once I got out of college, like, my mindset was, you know what I'm saying, I know I can hoop with whoever, wherever. You know what I'm saying? Once I got overseas and seen how guys were working because this was their job, like, it wasn't fun no more. You know what I mean? Like, this yeah. ain't play. Right. My family, and when you play against people or play with people where – this is how they put food on their table. Right. They got a different type of grittiness to it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So once I started seeing that, and it was like, that kind of hit me like, this ain't for play no more. Like, every summer I got to come home, I got to be on top of my stuff. You know what right. I mean? When I get over there, I got to be on top of my stuff. Like, it couldn't, it wasn't no time to relax. Right. That's my mindset once I got, you know, overseas and started realizing how serious it was, how serious of a game it was. Yeah, and see, and yeah, that's that's what I noticed too. What the biggest difference for me when when I turned pro is I was like, yo, why are these dudes playing so physical? Like, why is like a, I came out the game, my first pre I never forget my first preseason game. We were playing Darusha Faka. They were actually in second division in Turkey at the time. And um Joey Rodriguez was actually the point guard, the guy we lost to just a couple months ago at BCU. Man, I'll, I'll never forget. I, I came out that game, like, I, I swear I just wrestled against somebody or something. Like, 
It's just they pushing you, holding, grabbing you. And I'm looking around I'm like, dang, I ain't even get over half court yet. You ain't even getting fouls, none of that. Yeah, that's crazy. And another and to add to what you're saying is, yeah, people do approach the game differently as pros when it comes to feeding their family. I also have noticed with pros and how you separate yourself, and I'm proud of both of y'all because y'all have become professionals, is the fact that you understand that it's a, you're trying to feed your family, but you're also trying to perfect your craft. Exactly. And a lot of people fall into the rhythm of just getting into the job. And you fall into that rhythm, and you work that rhythm, and you work that rhythm. But for us, and for y'all in particular, both of y'all, I know because I know both of y'all work, the work that y'all put in is, 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 has been what's kept you so sharp at this stage. And all, all of y'all, both of y'all are sharp right now. You really are sharp, and you're going into year eight, year nine, or whatever it may be, you know, and you sharp. <laughs> so that's just a testament to work. That's a testament to a lot of work. A lot of pros don't do that after a while. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Dudes will fall into getting into there two minutes before the practice, do what they got to do. They write out after the practice, and they keep it moving. Yeah, so, I mean, just the amount of – you guys paid attention to the to the key things that older guys um, taught us <laughs> about longevity, about taking yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, longevity facts. You know, so that that's a testament to both of y'all were ready, man. Both of you are ready. We I, I got a question for y'all. Um, so y'all first year out uh, playing pro. Um, did you guys? How, how would I say this? Like the Georgetown effect. The Georgetown effect. But wait, 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 wait. Wait, you got to explain what the Georgetown effect is. The Georgetown effect is, you know, you're no longer in the Princeton offense or, you know, the Georgetown system, and you're in a game. Say, you know, you catch it up at the top of the key, Henry, and you're like, one, two, two. And was like, oh, no, I'm not playing in Georgetown. Let me go ahead and do my thing, right? Or, Jason, you got the wide open shot in the corner, or and you, like, look at it, would then think, oh, nah, let me dribble it, see if I can dribble this guy out to cut. Or, like, did you guys ever experience that your first years out? Or how long did it take you to get out of that mode? Who going first, Jay? Because. <laughs> 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 I, go, I go. But for real, it took me, it took me a minute. Right. Um, I think once my, my rookie season started, my first like preseason game, I was passing up everything and only taking wide open shots for what the defense was giving me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then after a while, I started seeing everybody else getting off, and I'm like, man, what I'm doing wrong? You know what I'm saying? And I remember one of my teammates, Ryan Thompson, he told me, yo, you got to be aggressive. Stop passing up shots. Right. And after that, once I found it where I'm not being selfish, but I'm not passing up and I'm being aggressive, everything started clicking, everything started rolling. But that Georgetown effect, boy, it lived with you. No, that's real, man. That Georgetown yeah. effect lived with you, dog. Them back, where I be thinking about stopping my steps and cutting when somebody want to pass you the ball. I, I will tell you this. If you fall asleep off the ball, I will cut on you. <laughs> Raise <laughs> God, boy. I back your head, I'm gone. You turn around, you will not see me. Yo, I'm getting one of them because people be falling asleep. I'm like, yo, this stuff do work. Listen, listen, being a big, being a big, 
if, if somebody cut back door and, and they hands is the nigga guarding you, hands is in the, is up, uh, best believe that bounce pass was coming. I don't give a fuck. You better catch it too, or I'm on your ass, boy. Because <laughs> I know it's a perfect pass. I've been perfecting this pass for years. I know the pass is perfect. Right. You better catch it. You better finish. Right. And you better have a nice finish. Because if you <laughs> one thing I would say about the Georgetown offense, and I want I want to get your answer too, Sims. One thing I would say about the Georgetown offense, when you catch them backdoor layups, you have to be nice finish. finishing. You, you have a nice little, nice little reverse gone or something. You gotta have a nice reverse so, layup. You gotta have a contact layup high off the glass. So yeah, high off the glass, John. Yeah, a little floater, John. Little, little, little floater, John. Started off practice with them uh, eight minute layups. Uh, yeah, the big man. Also, I need all my buckets <laughs> to make my layup. <laughs> I need all mine. I don't know when this one coming back this way, so let me go ahead and finish. Right. I need <laughs> all mine. The worst is when you miss a layup, but you try to get the rebound, and if somebody <laughs> grabs, oh, <laughs> miss my opportunity. I used to hate when I would be at the four, bro, and I would go for a rebound, and Julian Long ass arm would come out of nowhere, bro. Who grab that shit, monkey dunk that? I'm like, come on, Jew, you know I need that. <laughs> you know I need that. <laughs> yeah. So what you think, what was Sims? How was it for you? The Georgetown effect? Did it hit you or? Um, no, it was it was very real for me, and it was and it didn't help that people. That's what people knew me as. You know, what I'm saying the Georgetown big, and what I learned after years of being out of there, any big that go through Georgetown for a certain time period at least, like they expect a certain amount. They expect things out of you. They expect you to be able to pass. They expect you to be able to rebound. They expect you to be able to know how to play defense. Like they, like that's three things that if you don't do them, they're going to call Coach Thompson and be like, the fuck, what's wrong with boy? You know what I'm saying? But um, coming out of that shit, it was like, it was hard, bro, especially catching the ball at the top of the key, bro. Like. And I would dribble at somebody, and I would expect them to cut, and they would just do some goofy shit, like, yeah, like just back up or something. Yeah, like back up, like, like you don't know they cut, stupid. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, yo, you don't know. Like, I'm thinking this is basketball, and then like, when people like when they start teaching you about like wide pin downs and like, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm like, nah, I don't know about all this. This is doesn't seem right to me. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know. Y'all might be going the direction. This, I don't know if this will work in the game. <laughs> The crazy thing is, when we got out of school, ball screens was kind of new for me. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, me too. Me too, James. When we ran black, remember? That was the only and we only ran it to get to but the other side. It wasn't like you was really using the pick and roll to like really get. You weren't probing off of that. Nah, nah, you was right. coming off that pick and roll. You were looking for that guy coming off the screen. Right. <laughs> the whole game was new to me when I got out of school, bro. Like for me too. I had a yeah, it was stupid, yeah. Everything was pick and roll. I want to ask y'all this. So, I got a chance to work out down at IMG um one summer. I was working out down there. I was 25 at the time. And you guys a little bit oh, how 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 do you say how do you Jay? 30, 30. Okay, so we all 30. Perfect. So I was 25 at the time, and a guy walked up to me, and I was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in between job season starting. You know, I had my rights with Iowa Energy. They weren't trying to let me go, but I wasn't going there, so they hold me up. I got some other stuff brewing. I'm like, man, look, let me, you know, so I'm kind of frustrated, right? And the dude was like, I see you working out all the time. And other time. He's like, how old are you? I was like, 25. And he was like, he was like oh, pfft. you don't even know how to play yet. Yeah. Like, 
what you mean I don't know how to play? Like, I know how to play. You know what I'm saying? But now as I'm 30, I understand yeah. what that means. Yeah. That yeah. You, know, you, don't, you don't know how to play yet. So for y'all, and I think you all y'all understand it because we played long enough. If you play, the longer you play, you'll understand it more and more what people are talking about. For y'all, when did that change in terms of you knew how you wanted to play? You're 30 years old, and I and I haven't even talked to you about this, but I know it's a certain way that Jason, you understand about you, what's your best attributes, where you can get to do what you want to do. Sims, you know what you're great at at this point, where you want to go. Not saying that we're not improving, but you got stuff in the toolbox that you know that you can get to. When did that happen for yeah, you in terms of that transformation? Like, oh, I can just get to this at all times. What year? What year, pretty much, for y'all? For me, honestly, and it might sound crazy, but it's probably more recent, maybe like in the last I was, two or I was, three years. Sorry to cut you off, but I was going to say somewhere around like the last like four years for you. Yeah, like I've, I've been able to find my niche and understand my game because, I, you know, I've been like I have been NBA and Europe G League. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been trying to make it to the league, so to say, like so I've been trying to figure out, you know, like and then you go to Europe and it's a whole different game. You got to learn that game. But I learn and I try to do no cocky shit. I'm just a bucket. At the end of the day, I just play like I just got to play like I know. I know the ways I can score guaranteed. And I know the ways I need to improve. So I think to Lump's question, like, I know that, say, take the summertime, for example. Like, right now, running and all that shit ain't number one on my list. You know what I'm saying? Like, number one on my list is making sure I'm sharp. Like, making sure my jump, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm hitting shots. You know what I'm saying? I can make reads. You know what I'm saying? I can still, you know what I'm saying? I can get my body's okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing yoga, lifting, all this shit. Like, running and and being on a court so much isn't so important to me because I think for me personally, I think what my best attribute is actually playing the game, like being able to play the game, read the game, make decisions, score the ball when I need to score the ball, you know what I'm saying, whatever, whatever. So I don't think, like for me personally, playing the game in the summertime isn't the most important. For me, it's my body. And like what Chris said, you don't know how to play yet. I ain't know how to play because I didn't know my body meant so much to the game. Like, my hips got to be loose. My core got to be strong. You know what I'm saying? My back got to be strong. Because I'm be, I'm a big. I'm going to be bumping. I'm going to be fighting with niggas. Like I have strong shoulders. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I know that for me, like, say I don't touch a basketball all summer. I will be fine. As long as I'm in the weight room, like, and I'm, you know what I'm saying, got my body right. I'm opening my hips, doing my yoga shit, and my, my little, you know what I'm saying, getting my muscles loose and all that shit. As long as I do that, I'll be cool. Because basketball is pretty easy for me, like. Going and playing might take me a week or two to get adjusted and get to where I really want to be. But in the day, like, that's the easy part for me. The hard part for me, like said, Chris said, like, that's the part I focus on in the summer. The part that's difficult for me, the, the keeping my body athletic and making sure, I, you know what I'm saying, I show up to camp and I don't look like I've just been chilling, not doing shit all summer. Right. But what about you, uh, Jay? I, I'm going off with Simpson. I, I think the, the health part is one of the biggest parts, you know, in terms of really knowing how to play when it comes to more of just, you know, basketball. But I think I got I got the chance to get two sides of it, really learn how to play. My third year, I played in Belgium, and I was just able to just shoot every shot I wanted to shoot, do whatever I wanted to do. And I didn't know how to play basketball, but I knew how to get a bucket. Right. You know right. And as that year went on, I had a coach who was a point guard who was just helping me along that way. 
And then, so the next step I got to the next year, it wasn't about just giving me the ball, getting the bucket. I had to learn how to play the extra pass, how to catch it in small spaces, rip and go, the bounce pass when you in the lane to a big, not a high pass, like all types of little things like that. You start to learn the picture. You start to learn how to read defenses and all types of stuff like that. So I think that's the part. I think my, I would say my fifth year, it's really when I really understood how to play basketball. Yeah. So, I, and I agree with that. See, for me, it was more like me. I agree with Sims. I agree with both of y'all. With me in the summertime, I don't have to play all the time. I don't got to play. I play enough. It's okay. just, so I'm, y'all know I'm always kind of, you know, I'm a, I'm stocky. So yeah. for me, in the summertime, it's, it's getting my weight to a certain point, like, I want to be at a certain point. That's what I, and I map out the summer. I want to be at a certain point because when it gets January, yeah. February, and when I lift it, I naturally get stronger and I naturally get bigger. Because right. of my so instead of being, you know, strong and all that, that time, I'm going to be like, you know, kind of yeah. too strong. So I need to come in, the, <laughs> I need to come in the right. seat, right. you, know, you know, at a certain way. And I didn't figure that out. That that takes time to yeah, figure it takes out. Time. Sure. It takes a lot of trial and error. So for me, I didn't really figure out how I wanted to play and how I really wanted to do things to about two years ago. Yeah, yeah. To about yeah. Two years ago. I, I really yeah. figured out exactly how I want to play, where I can score at, where I can where I can pick my spots at, knowing how offensively footwork, where to get to my points. And and what happened was for me, I just said, you know what, if I'm gonna play this game. I'm gonna play how I always play. I'm gonna play how play the way you you had the most fun and the play that make you comfortable. I said I'm gonna play the best version of Lumpy and the best version of Lumpy. So I went back and I watched tape. I watched tape. And if I if you remember in high school, I used to score a lot in mid range. Yeah, I yeah. scored a whole lot in mid range. So that's why I started working on every day. I just started doing mid range shots, mid range shots, all different type of pull ups because the game after a while, it, no matter what you do, it comes back to a pull up jump shot. I don't <laughs> care what it is. You have to make you master pull up jump shot. You good, you know. Yeah. It's it's interesting to hear different pros and how long it took them to really figure out how they wanted to play, you know. So that's interesting, man. It took and me. I think, you know, I think so. for me and you, look, since we've been, you know, what I'm saying you've been spent spending a little bit of time in the league, and you know, if they called you today and said we want you to play in Orlando for the ship, you know, you got to play a different way than you would play if you went to Europe. But now, like that's who. 31 and you you old you know like you can you can channel that like if like if you go to the league like I know if I go to the league right now I'm gonna be a pick and roll nigga pick and pop shoot that little mid-range get rebounds play defense that's gonna be my job I wish somebody would put me in the NBA right now <laughs> but I'm saying like you know you know, like, you know that your job gonna change depending on where you at and as a pro going through this shit like you know that because when we was kids and we was coming out it's just I'm trying to go to the NBA and get a bucket like I'm trying to be a bucket Blah, 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 blah. You don't realize niggas that last the longest in the league, fucking Udonis Haslam been in the league for 20 years, picking, popping, like getting rebounds, and that's it. J.J. Right. Barrera been in the league 10, 15 years, making reads, averaging four, three assists a game, getting a bucket when he open. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't understand. You only realize the bronze and the KDs. And we was growing up the T-Max, the KGs, the fucking Brandon Roy's. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you I'm real with you, Sims. Me, my personality had a hard time accepting that. Me too. Be telling me to be in a, in a role that I just got to be. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not going to say that I couldn't do it, 
but I got, you know, I'm a, I'm a grown man. I got some ego with me too. I'm a, yeah, got, you got, you got to like, it's like you got to put yourself in chains and play this way. I got to be sitting on the bench for you every game. I'm trying to go hoop. hoop. And, and, and on a lumpy thing again, like a lot of niggas that I've talked to overseas, because I like to pick niggas' brains. Like a lot of niggas go overseas because like sitting in the NBA, like I got my first year in Italy, I got an offer to play in, uh, with the Wizards. But just be like a 12th man, you know what I'm saying? I got to worry about my job every day and shit. Like, like oh, I'm not with that. You feel me? Like, the best part about playing basketball is playing basketball. Not watching other dudes play basketball. <laughs> like, for me to be, actually be out there having fun and playing and enjoying it. That's why I was like, when I go to Europe, I mean, I'm going to be able to hoop. I'm going to be able to play and enjoy myself. I might make a little less money, but fuck it. Like, I'm going to have fun. Like, I ain't going to be making money and then looking at my kid, my son like, hey, daddy sat the bench again, again today. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't with that shit. Yeah, no, I feel that. You know, and I'm not knocking people that sit on the bench. I just, I just. Hey, you want to sit the bench? Sit your ass on the bench. Can't be no. I just, just trying to lead the whole. Yeah. Thing, you know what I'm saying? And I wasn't really trying to sit there and just wait. Well, if y'all were wondering how you know I used to you know go about you know my years of playing professional basketball, <laughs> kind of like how Henry Sims was, you know, I would literally just like to play. Like, yeah. Try, try, try stuff and pick up, pretty much. Like, just try stuff when I'm working out and stuff like that. Just, like, see what I can get away with sometimes. Like, maybe sometimes I can maybe get a one-leg girl, you know. Maybe I can get – no, I'm seriously, like – I could, bro. After, after like, I feel like – I'm so disrespectful. After my six years – My six – my six year, actually, I feel like – I was losing my athleticism. Like I wasn't moving as fast. I wasn't jumping as high and stuff like that. So I was trying to find ways to where I can get my shot off. Mm-hmm. Oh, sometimes if I'm coming off the screen, maybe I can try a one legger right here because <laughs> me to try maybe one. Legger. Try a one legger. And this is like really his like throughout the games, bro. And, and, and like and like playing, I felt like playing would was the factor on where like I could try it out to see if maybe I could get it off here. Because you know, guys are like six ten, six eleven and can really guard a pick and roll. So I just had to see where I could like, you know, try stuff sometimes, you know? Yeah. That's Free is so nice, dog. It's so, it's so it's, nice, bro. My nerves, how nice he is in basketball. Sometimes, yo, I know, one day, a couple years ago, I said, Yo, free, yo, like, what, what you been at? Yo, like, man, I ain't touched basketball in like three, four months, bro. Like, I heard that. Yeah. Game to seven, free score six. <laughs> like, come on now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Nigga ain't touched basketball in three months. I ain't gonna hold y'all yeah. when the season would be over. I would take my time off. <laughs> <laughs> I would. So, I would. Jay, let me ask you, Jay. So, you you came off the Achilles injury, right? And coming off the Achilles injury and, and coming back from that, how was that? How how did you handle that? Because to come back and, and get back to the level that you at now and playing and feel comfortable in that, I know that was a I know that was a ride. I know that was a rodeo right there. Yeah, that shit ain't easy. That was that was the toughest ride. I've probably ever been on, bro. Just like mentally, you know what I'm saying? Like never ever going through something like that and not knowing what my future was, you know what I mean? So that was tough part for me, but 
once I got over that hump, once I got over that little bit of depression I was going through, like, I remember, like, why I do this, you know what I mean? Like, I got out of that little funk, even if it was, okay, I can only work my little leg right here, I was doing it, you know what I'm saying? Getting after it, building it, building it. So once I did got back on the court, bro, it was like I was coming for everything, you know what I mean? Like, I had a chip on my shoulder where everywhere I went to play, like, I had to get it back because I had never been through anything like that, you know what I mean? So that was my mindset after that, was just going after it. And then I played – I didn't play so much that first year. I only played half of the year. Played the next year. The next year I won MVP. You know what I'm saying? That's major right there. And, and, and 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 that's crazy for me, like, hearing that because, like, just being with you at Georgetown for three years, never really saw you hurt. Never. Yeah. Never. So like hearing that that year when you when you tore your Achilles, I was like, I ain't believe it. Right, like what? I'm like, oh, like how? Like this one dude, I I can honestly say, like, he don't get hurt. Like he don't get hurt. He don't get hurt. Four years at four four years at Georgetown. I, I could probably take the blame for the one time you may have uh, hurt yourself. <laughs> the one time you may have hurt yourself. May have broke my whole finger, bro. <laughs> so I'm on I'm on the baseline and I didn't know how close Jason was to me. So like Oh my goodness. I so I kinda like do that like, <laughs> do a bullet pass. Do a bullet pass and we low key was like from block to block type. <laughs> 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 and I, I guess it like it kind of like jammed his finger or something like that. And that's the like the only time I could really think of the time when he actually got hurt. I'm sorry, I apologize for it, but uh, one time where really Jay, 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 Jay broke my tooth. Or Jay Jay uh yeah, stripped my tooth. I, I still got the scar under my eye, bro. Still got the scar. Fuck my smile up. Man, my smile is forever damaged going to Georgia. I remember that shit too, lovey. <laughs> yeah, I remember Lumpy shit. Lumpy fell on the heart on the floor, nigga. But you remember the dent, the dent was it was still- a pickup. Bro. No, it was just pickup. Or was it practice? No, it was also it was workout. It was preseason workouts. We were doing them stupid. One of the times when like the whole group when we was playing five on five and we was out there like No, it was not five on five. Yes, it was, though. I'm telling you it was. It was not. We were doing that rebounding drill. It was yeah. It was five and five because we were all we. It was five and five and we was playing against each other, bruh. Nah, I remember. Uh, It was a rebounding drill, free. It was a rebounding drill. drill. We had to get like three rebounds to get out the drill. Remember that drill, King Hunter? King Hunter drill. Yeah. You know why I specifically remember that? (laughs) Why? I'm not about that, yo. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Bro, no. Hey, that brought up a whole memory, please. <laughs> hey, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, go ahead, Jay. Go ahead, Jay. Go ahead, Jay. Go ahead, Jay. Go ahead. I, don't, I don't remember it, bro. Somebody about <laughs> that one, bro. He was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dang. Yeah. The, the I mean, that was a rebounding drill. Hey, I'm telling you, it was a rebounding drill, and, and I'm in a joint with Moose. Somebody, some other big Amazon, one of y'all big Amazons. It was, I mean, it was Moses. Was it Moses? I know. I was in, I was in the drill. 
I, I, I remember going. I was like, I getting this rebound. I, I remember that guy. I love getting this shit. He might as well just chalk it up and stay on the court for the next one. If Moses was in there, I definitely wouldn't went after no rebound. Moses was knocking people's. I just remember seeing that indent on the wood floor, bro. The marking, the marks, right? There's two right on the I said, ooh, he dove for the he dove for the ball. Moose landed on top of him. I remember that. All I saw was he hit his head and he jumped right back up and just walked right out the gym. People like, all right, bet I'm out, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> ain't I'm on practice. I'm, I'm, I ain't even talk. He ain't right off. He ain't even say nothing. He ain't even talk. He just kept walking. <laughs> he just kept walking. Got back up and stepped right off. Right walk, right in. Got his stuff. No. <laughs> no instructions needed at that point. <laughs> I, just, I thought I lost my whole grill, bro. I was like, oh. I, went straight to the lock. I remember going to the locker room, looking at me. I was like, "Yo, please don't be my whole shot." <laughs> I looked and I said, oh, "Okay, it ain't that bad, but it's like sliced in half, bro." Oh, was gone. It was like, Chris, oh like, man! Like Chris, you want to go to the dentist tonight or in the morning? I said, "I want to go now." Now, right now, right? <laughs> Fuck is you talking about in the morning? Yeah, I ain't going in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> <second now. laughs> yeah that was wild, man. Uh-oh. Damn. Wow. So, uh, we got a few more. What you you got a few more, right, Free? Yeah. All right. Great interview, guys. I love you yeah, guys. Yeah, we love you. Awesome, man. I'm having an awesome time. <laughs> so, um, we're just going to keep here, you know. We all love Georgetown. Awful. Played there. You know, gave our blood, sweat, and tears to Georgetown. Literally. But, um, For us to be a contender again. Uh, what what does Georgetown need to do? What 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 do we got to do to get get back to you know top ten? You know, being in the tournament every year. I think I think. Uh, and wait, before you say something, like, hold on, Sims. Y'all got to understand that your voices are important to Georgetown. So it's going to be important for all of us on this thing to be honest. And say what we feel because we are attached to it and we're from the area. Yeah. So we're gonna forever be attached to Georgetown. Our name is attached to that. We alumni. We all alumni. Yeah, we all three, all of us got our names on the wall in that bitch. So so we good. Whether it's a jersey or a first team, whatever the fuck. Like all of us engraved in there forever. So it's like so be honest with this. That's all. Don't you know. I'm gonna keep it a bean where listen, Georgetown ain't did nothing but be honest with me. So I'm gonna be honest with these niggas, make sure you know what I'm saying? Like, but uh to answer your question free, like I think it's it's Georgetown is very traditional. And I think a lot of it is a lot of the traditions that they're afraid to step out of tradition because I feel like they're afraid that Georgetown won't be Georgetown if they do things differently. Um I feel like they should step out of their bubble because it's like a bubble. It's a community bubble at Georgetown, which is good, which is good for the people in the bubble, which is good for us, which is good for little Pat, which is good for big Pat. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes you gotta, you might have to break that bubble to, to, to create a greater means. Like we might need a coach that has a different, different view of Georgetown or just, just basketball in general. Cause I feel like every coach that comes in there is, is kind of, trying to be like Big John, Big Coach. You feel me? 
yeah, like you part of the family. You got this legacy to uphold. You walk in the gym. It's all this shit. There was a lot of pressure on them. So they, well, it's Jordans from 1 to 30 lined up in the wall before you walk in the locker room. That's pressure. If niggas want to talk about pressure, you got Mike behind on your back every time you step out on that court. But I think for, for Georgetown, they just got to step out of tradition a little bit, maybe do things differently than they used to, and, and just reap different results. Maybe they'll do better. Maybe they'll be worse. But, you know, you never know till you try. Right. right. What's your thing, Jay? Jay? with Sims, but going off on that, everything you said is true. Going along with that is, we've said it over and over again, you gotta get more players on the staff, more recent players on the staff, um, just to connect with these guys um, around in this area, you know, at the, you know, the young, the younger guys, you know, guys like our age, we can connect with guys who's coming out of school because we've been through it. You know what I'm saying? We've been in this area, we've been through the process, we've been through you know what I'm saying? And no disrespect to the coaches or anybody that they got there, the older guys, but it's hard for them to connect on a level. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That's, that's way harder for them to connect on that level with trying to recruit a 17-year-old, 18-year-old kid trying to come to Georgetown. Yeah. You know I mean? So I think that's part of it. You know, we got a whole lot of kids in this area that are going away to school, you know what I'm saying, when they could be in this area, um, you know, going to school. So I think along with everything Sim said, was definitely getting more alumni on the staff, um, having them a part of the recruiting and having them part of the coaching process. Um, I'm not, not saying you got to give them a hundred percent keys to everything, but just to have them there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just try something different. Be all right. I think it just, I think what, what, we, what we're all saying is that um, someone that holds these kids accountable for what they're doing. And I think that's what the biggest thing was missing for me. And that's my biggest issue. Yeah. They don't, they're not, for, for what to, I don't know what went down this year. And I'm not here to talk about, you know, what's right and what's wrong. But I think if there's somebody there that has, has lived in Healy, has lived in Copley, has lived in Village A, that experienced yeah. that, that knows what it's like on, on Thursdays nights, that knows what it's like on, on Saturday. You know what I'm saying? That knows. Not even just basketball, bro. Right, just life, like on on campus life, you know? Right. Right? Not, at the end of the day, it's Georgetown. Like, it's the kids that go there, come, their parents got money. Yeah. Looking at you a certain way, you got to carry yourself a certain way, and it's it's a lot coming from kids that don't you, – you just expected to hoop coming out of high school. You expected yeah. to be a hooper. You ain't expected to be no fucking face in no university, you feel me? Remember, Sam, some of the people that used to come to our house? <laughs> Boy. <laughs> That was like, crazy. Just pull up to the crib, like. <laughs> like yeah. Sims will like, come to the joint, be like, "Yo, look, some people are here to see you." I'm like, "Who?" Right, like we just be a Tuesday afternoon, like we just right. chilling, like. I don't know. I'm like, "Well, I ain't here." <laughs> I'm supposed to be in class whole time, like who the fuck is you? <laughs> 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 you know, I'm I almost ain't answer the door for y'all niggas. Y'all niggas, y'all, y'all bugging. Right. I'm just trying to make sure this ain't none of Miss Lisa people's. Peeking <laughs> <laughs> out the side window. I don't call a nigga on the phone. Look, I want to come down the steps and make noise, but there's somebody out here looking for you, bro. Right. Right. But nah, man. Georgetown was a great experience, and I think we had all had a ball on campus. I had a ball. Amazing. Oh, my God. I had so much fun. We had, we had a, a great time. We had a great time. Hey, y'all remember when Sims had that casserole? Uh, walk through campus at one time. Glass casserole, you 
casserole. Oh, I remember that. Magic glass casserole. He was like this. Yeah, he was like, oh, I don't know where I got it from, but you know. <laughs> Yo, that's Yo, I remember that, bro. That shit was mad. It was like a glass pan. And it was yeah. Yeah. Yo, Sam's was by far the funniest dude, man. We was my roommate. Sam's did could not know he did not know the president for two and a half years. Almost bro, I told you all the time, like I'm in the NBA offense in 30 minutes. Right. But if Lil Wayne came on, I swear to goodness. <laughs> Henry Sims knew every word to every song that Lil Wayne has ever rapped on. Is no word. That's all that mattered. I used to be sitting. <laughs> I don't need to know the person right now, but if some Wayne came on, niggas are fucking. It was over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing over there and everything. <laughs> no, no cap. I was looking at the uh the 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 uh men that matters for my freshman year. Oh. Uh, that was probably the most lit. I thought I, I really thought I had my own concert for like that 45 <laughs> seconds. I was out there. Oh man, that was one of the best time of my life. You came out, did you come out to A Millie or who or Moose came out to A Millie? I came out to uh to uh no one on the corner has swagger like us. Oh, that's yeah, you had the shades on, didn't you? Yeah, I had the shades on. I had I was came out to J verse though. Oh yeah. What you came out to, Jay? Soldier boy, my guy. <laughs> uh, which one I came out to though? Uh... Oh, I can't remember which one you came out to. Soldier. No, 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 you can't just turn my swag. Oh, that shit. Yeah. yeah I, that's what you came out to. I ain't gonna hold y'all. Ain't nothing like Midnight Madness though. Yeah. Ain't nothing like the first year of Midnight Madness. Freshman Midnight Madness, yo. Like, you think you in a different world. Like, you want a different planet. Oh, the joint is crazy. It, it, it's wild, man. I, love, I, love, I, love, I, love. I wasn't even supposed to walk. I put the shoe on and walked out there. I had a boot on. I had just broke my foot. I'm fresh off surgery. I'm still like, ah, lipping out. <laughs> the, the adrenaline got to him, Joe. He forgot. That night was brutal after that. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but um, first off, I definitely want to give a big shout out to Henry Sims on signing his big deal to go to Japan, man. We yeah, South Korea, South Korea, South Korea. Oh, South Korea, South Korea. Boy, don't disrespect my people like that. Oh, so, <laughs> I don't want no issues. We we are we are we are happy that you're doing that. You know, extending your career and, and keep killing, brother. Appreciate it, man. Always. Appreciate it, man. Big and Jay Clark, we, me and you, we on deck. We're gonna figure out what we going soon. Oh, we are, we are. I mean, I was gonna ask what you got, and I know you got something in the books, lump, something I'm, lined up. Yeah, I'm going to the Lakers. I might have go to Orlando. Well, Lakers, oh, nice, nice. I'm gonna fly out, come catch a game, you get a nice little Airbnb jump, hit crazy hey, girls. Put me on the list of being in the Where bubble. Y'all going, going in the bubble? Or? Get in the bubble, Sam. Ah, man, fuck that bubble. I'm outside the bubble. Soon as you leave that bubble, your boy is here. <laughs> you wear it. We be in Orlando. I don't know. I don't know where to go, but we figure it out. You wear it. <laughs> cool with that. <laughs> nah, but man, appreciate y'all boys, man. I don't know if we got something else or we we good. We, we, it's good, man. This is good right here. Y'all want to talk about something? What y'all want to talk about? If y'all got any questions, you know, for us or comments, you know, uh, what y'all got for the uh, y'all just want to talk, period. We, what y'all got for the draft? I mean, for the NBA, what y'all think is going to happen? Yeah. I don't think they're going to play, bro. 
No, I think they're going to play. I think Braun and him are about to walk to a championship with no problems whatsoever. <laughs> I think everybody's about to be a 4-0 slide every series, bro, for sure. That's going to be light for the Lakers, bro. But wait, wait, why are we just – wait a minute. Gonna be, what about the Clippers? Gonna be, it doesn't matter. LeBron. I feel you. I'm a, You know, I'm a big LeBron fan, but the Clippers are healthy too. LeBron James. <laughs> Dog talk. I don't know about free, I, I, but dog talk, big dog, Chris Wright. I'm a big LeBron fan, so I'm with all LeBron, all that stuff. So I'm Bron, listen. LeBron is going to win everything: finals, finals MVP, sports humanitarian award, whatever award is available from here on out. LeBron is about to sweep it. Win all of that shit, and I hope he keeps the gray in his beard because I, I I like that. yeah I like that I just, he look like he grind like he like he like he like he grinding like yeah, yeah I like that. I ain't gonna fake it's kind of got a nice little ring to it you know yeah yeah normal the fro I don't know I don't know yeah, the fro need to go because the hairline be all over the place <laughs> you gotta get that you gotta get that out of here how y'all like the addition with Jr. Smith I like it solid I'm a Jr. fan though I like yeah, it. I'm a big Jr. I like, I like Jr. too but I like Avery Bradley for that. Yeah, because Avery Bradley lock up. Like, he don't yeah, he's their main JR defender out there. But JR is, is cashing out. JR looks good when he's with Bron, bro. Yeah, and JR, I mean, he does have a lot of playoff experience. I mean, if you had the chance to pick, who JR or Avery Bradley? One-on-one, I'm taking JR for sure. Yeah, because he's a tough shot maker. JR, JR probably one of the hardest niggas. Like, I had to guard JR for a while, and this is probably one of the hardest people to guard just because he's so, like, herky-jerky, like – you don't know what he's going to do next. Like, Braun, Melo, KD. You know what these niggas is going to do. JR is a nigga you, in his prime, at least. I say in his prime. Right. You don't really know what he about to do. Like, he right. could go to the rim and boom it on you. He could pull up, 360 jump shot. You don't know what the fuck he about to do. Melo, jab step the hell out you, boy. You want to know what he was doing. <laughs> Melo, Melo, Amari, and, and <laughs> listen. Get out of here. Melo, Amari, and Tyson Chandler gave me the works my rookie year. Like, like <laughs> the niggas put me through the ringer. Like, that was a tough – that was a tough rookie year for me. Like them, them four months, I was guarding him every day. It was made me question myself, and you know what I'm saying. Like really had to come to the Listen, table. What's been your toughest matchup overseas? Jeez. I hear that like that. Huh? Y'all can hear that like that. Damn. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. This is a little couple range. What's your toughest matchup overseas? Toughest matchup overseas. I don't even know mine. I'm, I got to think about that myself. That's tough, bro. Uh, I might have been in China. Because, you know, like, Asia is really, like, it's you and your matchup. Y'all going – y'all literally going at each other all game. All game. And um, we played uh, Jason Thompson. Mm. And um, – I didn't – he can really hoop. Like, outside of the shit you see in the league, like, in China, you the go-to guy. You got to get a bucket, all this other shit. Me and him was going at each other. And we know each other. Like, we cool. Like, when I was in Philly, we was really kicking and all that shit. But we was really getting after it. And that's probably, like, one-on-one because it was really, like, one-on-one all game for, like, a good seven minutes. Like, that's probably the toughest match I've ever had. Him mm-hmm. and – and uh, Zach Randolph and fucking – Boy, oh, what's his name? Play with play with uh, the Bobcat Center, Al Jefferson. <laughs> Ooh, 
Al Jefferson gave me the same stat line two games in a row, 25 and 14, two games back to back. <laughs> like, all on me. Like, I played 40 minutes. So, like, I didn't come out. And he only uses his right hand. He only uses his right, bro. Look, it was a play. Boy was falling behind a basket like this. Not even lying, like, like this, falling behind the backboard. I'm there contesting it. Cash, one hand, like one hand, cash, <laughs> ran out quick, like, I'm fella, ain't nothing you can do. You don't even get mad. <laughs> oh, fuck you too, bro. <laughs> what about you, Jay? I think of my toughest matchup. It's a lot. The crazy thing is, it's a lot of Europeans that can get busy, bro. It's a lot of Europeans, but <clears throat> in terms of American guards, Nah, you, throw some Europeans out there, bro. Give some little European homies some shine, bro. Nah, you don't got to if they ain't nice. Yeah, nah. <laughs> true. It's very true. Because mm. I can tell you my toughest one was definitely, um, I don't know if y'all know this dude, his name Mir Chapman. We played that last year. And, and uh, Chapman is an old head when I was a young dude when I came out, so he was probably like in his 10th or 11th year, right? He was playing that best tops. Dude, he used to wear his shorts, like, say he's probably like 6'2, he used to be gangsta out on the court with it, like, he used to have his shorts sagging, burly shoes tied, he had the headband sideways with the bald head, jersey, Drake just Slim had like 20 in the first half, in the first. <laughs> Like, and it was barbecue chicken. I came to the bench. Like, I came to the bench. I'll never forget my man. Uh, well, my man in Texas. Uh, he from Texas, too. My man, my, my vet, my rookie year. He was like, yo, he just dragged you all over the court, ain't he? <laughs> and I couldn't even say nothing. I couldn't say nothing. I'm like, yeah, he is, bro. First dude, that was the first time, one of the first times. Well, other than Derrick Rose, playing against Derrick Rose, was there, too. That was a lot to deal with. Other than that. Derrick Rose, that was the toughest guy I ever had to play against. I, I felt like I could do nothing with him at that European time. dudes be nice because they be skilled. Like, they be super. They don't be athletic. They just be skilled as hell. Like. He would just get into his – and that's what I'm saying about one. He, he just knew how to play. He would just get into spots on me and shoot him right in my face. You know what I'm saying? And it was all shots that he was comfortable with. I was like, oh, goodness. I can't do nothing. That was – that was, I think for me uh, – Probably Alessandro Gentile. Really? My <laughs> God. I'm gonna hit you on your private jack and we can have this conversation. But go ahead, say whatever you gotta say. My God. I played against him my first year. Like first year coming out. He was, was at the line. No, he was with um He's playing with Trevizo. Huh? That was right after he got drafted, right? No, he was. This was way. This was 2012. Uh, okay. I first came out of school. He was. He was might have been like I want to say like 18 maybe at that time. Right. So my coach was like, "Yeah, you know this. He he's he's gonna be a good. He, he's gonna be good. He's uh he's gonna be a first round pick when it when it's time comes." I'm like, "All right, that's cool." So. So me and him going back back and forth. Like he'll come down, come off the screen, bang. I come down. Or I'm at that time I'm playing second division. So like it's like you score and that's only you what you're supposed to do. So I'm coming down, bang. We're going back and forth, like maybe four or five possessions going back back and forth. I meet him again when he gets to Milan. 
<laughs> right. It was tough that game because it was like he was he had the ball in his hands a lot. Yeah. And then now he's posting up. He, for some reason he was just like super athletic. He was getting up off the ground, dunking and that first year in Milan, he was looking amazing. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Goodness. Is that when he was with Pedro at that, that time? Yeah, I remember I was like, yo, this dude need to go to NBA right now. Yeah, I was like, dog, <coughs> been the best Italian player I've, I've had ever played against at that time. You might be right with that. At that time, I was like, yo, this dude looked like he need to be starting at the three in the NBA. Yeah. And then on top of it, it was like, yeah, he about, he about your height. He's 6'4". And I was like, nah, he like – Six five, six six. He like two thirty five though. <laughs> you're big body for sure. You're big yeah, body. I'm like his game developing. Got down. down. I'm to two twenty. I'm good. Like and this nigga thirty five just his <laughs> shoulder in my chest, and I'm like, come on, Joe. Like we gotta have a, we gotta have a talk about that one. We gotta have a talk or or off air. Some other okay. Yeah, Gentile, he he had game, and his game changed in the last couple of years for whatever reasons, you know. It completely changed, bro. But uh, what'd you say, Jay? What'd you say your toughest, what toughest matchup was? Or you you you, you don't remember? Toughest matchup. That's how Jay. That's how you know Jay be dogging people. No, nah, no, nah, not even that. I think uh, two years ago in the Euro Cup when uh Torino brought everybody over there. You know mm, I remember that shit. And when I, wild game against Torino that year. Yeah, he was all about a bucket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's one of the toughest guys to guard just because he, he's got that herky-jerky, awkward, you know, game. Who you talking about, Trey Burke? Who? Who, who you talking about? I can't. My bad. My shit. Like, don't. What is that? Deontay Garrett. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Slewfoot. Yeah, Slewfoot. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Ball screen. Ball screen king. Slewfoot and Taylor. They they had guards over there. They won they won the Italian Cup that year and then lost everything after that. They lost every single game after that. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Like they lost everything. They lost like ten straight after that. But playing against Teodosis this year, who was a job? <laughs> Yo, Teodosis threw some shit, threw a pass by my ear, bro. Like I'm gonna get some great point guards that's throwing some great passes against me and my pick and roll defense, right? Yeah. I've been witness and victim to some fire passes. But this nigga do some shit, bro. Like, I'm not gonna lie, graze my ear. Like I heard the ball, like I smelled it, <laughs> all that shit. Like, like that shit. Dude caught it, monkey dunk. I said, yo, how? Like, yo, he's one of the best passes I've ever seen in my life. Easily. Like, I felt the leather, like the heat of the leather, like I felt it. I was like, wow, what a pass. Huh? You had to guard him? The whole game and in crunch time. So yeah. you Doing crunch time, they just run a high pick and roll with him. Yeah, like, the crunch time, they just give him the ball, tell him to go stupid. Man, man, he had me running in circles, bro. Like, <laughs> nigga, hey Jay, you know he, you know we was in the same city every, before every game. This nigga would be at the restaurant, smoking cigars, drinking wine, eating mad, eating mad. Uh, what should come tiramisu and shit. Like, <laughs> boy was eating great before games, like smoking cigarettes, like living good, like. Games. Hmm? He did what? He smoking them joints before the game. Yeah, smoking all them joints before the game. Coming yeah. out busting ass. 
We all had teammates that be smoking the cigarettes and all that before the games. Europeans be smoking in the in the shower after the You come out at halftime, the whole gym smell like a like a pack of cigs, like man. That shit's awful. Like, it's kinda cool though, but she be like, ugh, it's stinky yeah. here. It's, it's cool, but like, like yeah, like Yeah, it's crazy. That's good, man. I ain't got no more for y'all, man. Y'all been amazing. We've been on this might be the longest. Nah, Pat joint was the longest. This this joint has been a good minute with y'all. We got at least two hours. At least. This joint, we actually was like just sitting around talking and chit chatting on this joint. Yeah, yeah. Nah, this joint's hard. This joint's hard. A lot of questions. So I mean, appreciate y'all having your boy on. Yeah, we appreciate y'all, man. We do. Always will. I hope y'all would be, if y'all want to, y'all always welcome back. I'm, I wish I would have said this to the other people. We got to say this to the other people free too, but everybody is welcome to come back. Chime in. If you ever wanted to say, yo, let me jump on that joint, come on with us, man. Hit my you line, know. bro. Y'all need somebody. Y'all just need a guest just to fill in. I'm here. <laughs> you know what I'm man, this is, this, this is, this is a- don't do nothing but hoop and play Call of Duty, wear it. So, and like buy clothes and shit. So, I don't really do much. <laughs> you feel me? Hit my line. This is a years away, um, but. Dog Talk will be putting a TBT team in next year, and we will gladly, you know. We would love for both of y'all to play. Love to have you guys on. And Chris Wright asked me to play, I will play. Oh, I know that. It don't matter. I know Jay Clark is getting down. I know he playing. I can't speak for Jay. Speaking for your boy. I I feel like if Jason plays, you would want to play. So, I mean. If Jay play, I don't care. Y'all get the, listen, y'all know if, I don't give a fuck where I'm at, where I'm living. I will pull up, I will play with y'all, do whatever y'all need me to do. Like it's love, it's family. We're, really, we're, really gonna, we're probably gonna get all uh, your whole class together. You know, all three of us. If Moose not playing the NBA by then, you know, we'll, we'll probably we'll bring him on to you know have you three on there, and then we we'll go from there. What we really need to have is like a cool oh, little training camp, like a weekend training camp somewhere. All of us, if we still like Lord Williams, a lot of us still hooping next year. Like some training camp somewhere, Miami, L.A., even up in D.C. somewhere. Like, I'm with it. So, just a dog talk uh, training camp? Yeah, a little dog uh, talk training camp, right? Hey, man, we put it in the atmosphere. Let's make it happen. I'm with it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We can definitely. And all that stuff. We do need to get a little thing together where at least we, you know, we fellowship for at least a couple of days and all that, get some work in, kick Listen, it, and have a- just give me an excuse to go to Miami, I'm going to Miami. Like, it's right. nothing you can stop me. Nothing stopping me. So. Right. Maybe Corona. Right. But we do. <laughs> but I, yeah, man, for sure. We're going to do this. We're going to have a TBT team next year. Free say he going to coach, you know, and we in there. Like, I'm with it. If you don't need me, I'm there. No Princeton, guys. No Princeton. No Princeton. We're not running to Princeton. No way. I'm walking out of practice if niggas put mm. one, two, two. Nah, I ain't going to be mad at one, two, two. If niggas throw in spin, I'm off y'all. I'm done. Princeton, I call the center center for a weak side. Get the double backdoor joint. That's double backdoor joint. That's cool. That means I get the the double back myself. In the in game joint. In the game joint. It was cool. It was some cool little option. With anything, handle the ball and I dictate the offense. We cool with that. All right, guys. Bad Chris. My bad. My bad. All right, guys. Well, it was a pleasure. Now you guys want to be talking. TVT. I'm about to say neither one of y'all can play. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, nah, we are not doing that again. <laughs> you know how long I had to program myself to get back to a regular basketball player? I'm going down that route right now. Come on now. Uh-uh. Not today. We're going to have some fun, fellas. Yeah, yeah for, sure. for sure. For sure. Right, and we're going to go out there and do what we're supposed to do. Let's try to get this money. That's what I'm talking yeah. about.
sure. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but now I appreciate y'all boys, man. Y'all like, you know, it's all love on this side. Y'all already know. Always, man. Appreciate y'all. Henry, I'll meet you later, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit my phone. Appreciate y'all. This dog talk, man. That's how we do it. Appreciate y'all boys. Yeah, always, y'all. Appreciate yeah. it.